Hey there, this is Amanda, host of Late Bloom and Love. The podcast is taking a summer break to give the team and hopefully you a little more free time to get out there and meet new people. And so we thought we'd share some of our favorite episodes from season one. This week, it's a replay conversation with Montreal author Monique Polak, who shares her story of finding love on her 50th online date. Have a listen if you missed it the first time around, or if you need a little inspiration to dive back into those dating apps. And we'll be back in September with all new episodes of Late Bloomin' Love. Hi, and welcome back to Late Bloomin' Love the podcast about finding love when it's about blooming time. I'm your host, Amanda Klang, and on each episode of this show, I speak with a guest about love and relationships to find inspiration, encouragement, and ways to overcome barriers to finding love at any age. That's because I'm single too, and I have been for a long time. So I feel like it's a moment for me to try dating once again. And I'm hoping the guests in this podcast will help me find my own late bloom in love. If you're in my shoes, I hope it helps you too. After each interview, my friend Shelly Morgan will join me for a check-in. She's been married for a decade and dated up a storm before that. So we're pretty much opposites when it comes to love. And since we're coming from such different perspectives, we'll have lots to say to each other. But first, let's meet today's guest, a woman who found the love of her life on her 50th online date. Monique Polak is also an award-winning Quebec author for young people who's published more than 30 books. Monique Polak, welcome to Late Bloom in Love. Thank you very much. Fun to be here. Between writing the books and dating, that is a lot to get done. How are you doing? Like, how are you doing now? How's your energy? Great. It's a big time saver not to be looking for, for a boyfriend. <laughs> it's a big job. Yeah, it is a big job. So I, uh, I wanted to talk to you because I know you and I love your big positive energy. And because you told me you are the poster person for not giving up when it comes to online dating and the search for love. So what did you mean by that? <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't give up because I, I, it's really true that I met my boyfriend, Guy, on my 50th attempt, 50th date, coffee, glass of wine, oh my. Mm. And uh, I felt like giving up a few times along the way, but yeah. I didn't. And I'm so glad I didn't because I found him. And he's just, he's just right for me. Oh, I love it. I love it. So uh, tell me a little bit about that process, that, that period of time. So I think you were in your late fifties. I think you told me 57 to 59 or so Yeah, about, with those yeah. dating years. Okay. Yeah. And overall, like what was, what are some of the things that come to mind when you think about that? Those, well, those two years. I'm a very, like, I'm a real, like a, a classic extrovert. So I didn't mind all this meeting people part, you know, like, it wasn't horrible for me. I have some of my friends are much more like are shy. I'm not shy at all. So I didn't <laughs> no. the idea of like walking into a coffee shop, spotting the guy, waving, sitting down, having a conversation. Also, I have a background as a journalist. So I kind of handled it a bit as an interview. And in fact, after my first date with Guy, he wrote me a note to say, uh, I really enjoyed our uh, interview. I mean, date or whatever. <laughs> like he, he got that. But he liked it. Um, yeah. So, you know, 
but I, it's a bit discouraging as you, well, more than a bit discouraging because yeah. you're kind of like, you know, well, some, maybe a decent person or a, the various, you know, traits that they had that were nice, but I just wasn't, wasn't going to be my, uh, my person. So yeah, long, and then you think, oh, maybe I'm too fussy and I should maybe settle. And my message for people out there is don't settle, don't settle, you know, mm-hmm. find what you need, find, find your, for me, he's my resting place. Aww. When I open the door to the cafe, it's so strange because I don't believe in all this, like love at first sight, but there was something I just, I felt my resting place. And even at this two years now, and he remains my resting place. So you're, you're talking about the first moment you guys met in person, which was really the first time you talked because you hadn't had any real in person, right? You just had some texting conversations before that. My policy, some of my friends have long phone calls with these with these prospective dates or whatever. I'm like, forget it. I don't have time. I'm a busy woman. <laughs> you are a busy woman. <laughs> so it's like a few, a few texts. That's what I would do. A few texts. If they seem decent, I read the profile. They seemed to me it mattered that they were like working, <laughs> have a job and a like, you know, look okay. The looks wasn't the highest thing on my list. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as long as I got a good sense and then I would rather just meet them, which is probably why I went out with 40 on 49 other <laughs> occasions. Like maybe yeah. I could have eliminated some of them sooner, those the 49 others. Like not not gone to the actual date, you mean? Yeah. If I and again, my style is I don't want to have a phone call. Phone call somehow to me feels like it's going to sound weird, but it feels like too intimate. Right. I was able to text on the dating site. Actually, if anyone cares, I met Guy on Bumble. And before that, I had tried uh, I had tried Tinder before. Did you like Bumble better? It worked. I found Guy on Bumble. I don't know if I like oh, yeah. it better. I could have found him on Tinder. But but how did you decide? This was this is always something that I struggle with. Um, yeah. After meeting a person for the first time, and I'm very willing to go out and meet somebody, and I think that's a good way of, of getting a sense of them. Often I will come away from the meeting with just a, a, a pleasant, neutral sense, like, it's a very nice person. They behaved very nicely, all yeah. power to them. But I'm, I, I didn't have more of a feeling than that. I'm wondering what feeling did you need to have to, to go on a second date, like to see the person, to get to know them more? Well, for me, it's kind of like um, there's two things that really matter to me and probably in, in this order, but I need both. I really need kindness. Like I really have to feel that somebody is kind and that yeah. that's part of the feeling safe with somebody and, you know. I yeah. had had the easiest growing up and young womanhood. And I have, I have faced a lot of unkindness in my life. So that super matters to me and smart. I need so much smart and funny. If I get out of my top three, give me those three. <laughs> you know? And so you needed all those, you needed to feel yeah. those qualities and in the person. Whatever, whatever chemistry is, which don't ask me, I cannot explain it to you at all. But like, that's a sense, you know, like, mm, I'm not sitting like, well, I can't wait to smooch this guy, but at least a feeling of like, yeah, I don't know. could hold this hand, you know. So okay, so it has to be more than neutral for you. It had to be more than neutral. Okay, so Monique, when uh, you were doing all these this online dating, forty nine until you the fiftieth mm-hmm. was the was the was the what's the word like was the key, but you didn't know. Yeah, so jackpot. You, the jackpot. <laughs> so you had to stay um, encouraged and not give up. I, probably you felt like giving up sometimes. What kept you going? Well, I certainly felt like giving up a number of times and I did take breaks in between because I'd be like, oh, I can't, it's like I can't anymore for a while. Um, I have a very like I'm very determined. Everything good in my life I had to work very hard for. 
most of the things, you know, and one of them is I, I consider is my finding Guy. I worked very hard. I, we, I should add also that I was his first online date, so he didn't have to work hard at all. Oh. Um, <laughs> the irony. Yeah, one of the things that kept me going was my daughter who met her boyfriend in the real world at a cafe, but that doesn't seem to happen much anymore. She had said to me, Mom, I read an article and it takes 50 dates. So you can imagine on the 50th, when I left to go meet me for a coffee, I was like, and I, honestly, I, I, I'm not a praying kind of person, but I'm like to all the people that I love that are like dead, namely my mom, I'm like, Mom do something send me one who's right for me please and i wore all my lucky talismans that i have a friend my my best friend gave me a pair of socks another friend <laughs> gave me a pair of like undies i had like i was in all my oh. finery of good luck charms <laughs> yes and then okay then describe the moment what was what was it like when when you met uh -huh. for the first time and and really met him like we were saying because you hadn't had any phone contact nothing yeah, so no that... phone contact, just a few back and forth, you know, like on text, not very much because I'm really like I'm a very like um, I'm speedy as a person. Yes. <laughs> so, like, I don't have time. I want to have a long conversation. I want to spend an hour talking to someone who I'm never going to want to see again afterwards. Like yes. that's an hour I can use. And I don't even want to have lengthy correspondences like some of my friends do. Like I'm a professional writer. I don't want to waste my writing talents on like some some guy that like I'll have a coffee and I'll be bored and that'll be the end of him. Right. So anyway. So I, yeah, I had not had a lengthy conversation with Guy, not an in-person conversation. And then the oddest thing, and I, I really don't believe in like love at first sight, like it's not my thing, <laughs> but I opened up the door to the cafe and I don't know, I had this feeling of like, there he is. And yeah. it was like a feeling of like, um, like almost a kind of, this is home. This is, it's such an odd feeling. And, you know, to show you what a sweet guy he is, he's a science guy, like he's a scientist. Yeah, yeah. And every, well, we've had two anniversaries of our meeting. And I said, like, you know what I want? I want to replay the moment. And he's so playful and sweet. And despite being a scientist, he sits on a chair and then I <laughs> pretend to open the door and then he jumps up. <laughs> And this is all I ask for on anniversary day. <laughs> but does he jump up? Because is that what really happened? Did he jump up? It, he did jump up. I have to say my recollection, you know, I'm working on a project on memory now. So maybe we, you know, we add a little bit to our <laughs> yes. recollections. Yes. But my sense was he jumped up. He seemed very eager, <laughs> even though it was only date one. For, he was only his first oh. online date. I guess oh. he was looking to seal the deal. <laughs> oh. and he didn't want 49 more dates. Yeah, yeah, he's being efficient. Uh, what had was there something? So we mentioned before you you guys had a chat by text, which is of course how the first contact happens with these online uh, online apps. Was there anything particular in that interaction that indicated to you mm, maybe there's something here or? Well, I was looking for a man with a job. <laughs> That's one thing. So he seemed to have a job. Uh, a, a, big, a big job too, although maybe he didn't tell you that at that moment. No, but I knew he had a real job and I knew that like, uh, you know, because you can Google people and all right. this kind of stuff. Yes, that's so I true. Figured a, a little bit out, not everything, but I, I knew that he, you know, I knew he was connected to McGill. So anyway, I just, um, and he, he was eager to meet me also. And you know, another thing, it's not really an answer to your question, but I liked, and I still think back on this, like I had gone out with a couple of guys that were, you know, there were people that I was interested in that didn't, weren't so interested in me. 
And one in particular was like, well, you know, I like you and you're nice, but I'm just beginning the online dating. And he was like, you can't blame him. He wanted to like oh. see what was out there. Oh, and he was like ready. It's sort of like getting a mortgage, right? He, yeah. he was ready to lock in. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't want, he didn't want a variable. So yeah. it, it, that, that meant a lot to me. When you're younger, it's just everything's different. But when you're older, I guess we've been through stuff and I, I need peace. I need yeah. peace. I need, I need uh, contentment. I need to feel loved and appreciated. And I got yeah. all that now. I'm very, very, very blessed. And nobody should settle for like, no, you don't have to want the same as me, but whatever you're for the listeners, whatever mm-hmm. your like emotional, biggest emotional needs are, don't settle for less, make sure. And, and for me, and again, this has to do a little bit with having had a, not the easiest past, but I need to feel safe. I need to yeah. feel yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I was going to ask you what you thought made him the guy for you, but I think you kind of answered that already. He had all these. Yeah, qualities. well, like, if you don't mind, I'll say it again, just because yeah. I love to talk about why. Yeah, he, because he's um, he's the number one thing is he's kind. He's a very kind person. He would not, you know, intentionally hurt anybody. He is a really he is a kind, 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 kind soul. He is a super smart man he Mm -hmm. is funny he's got a kind of a dry sense of humor sometimes I said like did you mean that to be funny he's (laughs) funny he's devoted he's a he's a very good dad to his kids he's I'm crazy about him I think it was the lucky charm uh you know socks and your lucky socks and yeah and the prayer to my mom yeah she would have been crazy about him my mother loved men I mean she she had my dad but yeah, she never yeah. she was a big flirt and she loved men and honestly I sometimes tell Guy, I, I know this sounds crazy but my mom if she had met you she would have tried to seduce you <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the life of the mind she would have no tried I to understand seduce. I understand uh and you think she was maybe in on this a little bit Yes. <laughs> in, in on helping this happen. Yeah, that's, so, that's such a great way of thinking. But I wanted to ask before, in the in general, when you look at yourself, say in your 50s, because I know you'd, yeah. you'd come off, uh, uh, you'd yeah. been divorced not that long before, and you were in this dating, were you a person who believed in love? Like, was it easy for you to imagine finding somebody? Or was, was there any struggle in your mind in that yeah, stage? Well, there was a struggle, you know, there was really a struggle because I had, I don't know if it's a combination, like I talk about this a lot with my friends, like if you're in a good relationship, is it because you're smart or because you're lucky? Yeah, I was neither smart nor lucky in my past. I really mm. think that, you know, so I don't know one thing about getting older. And I know the podcast is like the idea is like late blooming, right? Although you can feel late, like a late bloomer at any age. I felt like the biggest late bloomer when I was 30 and I cried. Oh uh, Yeah, that's interesting. I, yeah, I think I was a little bit doubting myself a little bit, doubting myself, not so much that I wasn't like lovable, but doubting my choices, doubting my... I don't know, even like my, my karma in the world or whatever, or I don't know, maybe some, some level of, do I deserve it? Maybe that's it, you know? And, yeah. and I feel, yeah, I deserve it. And I want to, if I would give advice to somebody younger, yeah, not to settle, to believe that it's possible. I mean, you know, and the other thing is no human being is perfect, but I think it's also to like love all of the person, right? Even things that someone else might find, you know, less than perfect is to go like, oh, that's part of my person I adore. 
you know it's just yeah yeah the thing about being in the moment is important too you know like even on the whole dating thing like these are experiences this is like your life is intersecting with someone for 45 minutes while you have a coffee there were times when I'm like how do I get out of this like this is the longest 45 minutes of my life I always felt like half an hour would hurt their feelings if I left and like you know but 45 was like if it wasn't good I I gave it 45 minutes Um, but it's still 45 minutes of two people's lives and and it is a chance to you know, learn a little bit more about the world and about another person. And frankly, I, I did get inspiration for uh, for one project that came. So it, it helped you writing. It helped you writing indirectly. Um, I wanted to ask you, so you said a minute ago that you feel when you look back on your period of dating in your sort of earlier in your 50s before you or, or when you were doing all this active yeah. online dating and you look back now and you see maybe you didn't feel that you deserved love or 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 I'm not sure if you meant earlier too. Yeah. what did you actively do something to shift how you felt or did it shift by itself it shifted by itself and it shifted because, well, I really believe in therapy and I got support from a therapist over the years. She knew about the online dating. She said, maybe you're being too fussy. You know, you want too much. Your standards are too high. Yeah. And then it was yeah. one of the last visits before she retired where I went to see her and I said, you were wrong. Mm. She was wrong. That She was right about pretty much everything else, but she was yeah. wrong about that. I was not too fussy. I did not settle yeah. and... I got what I got what I needed and what I deserve. That's so great to hear. You know, and there's another uh, part of Guy and and what what you have mm-hmm. in your life with Guy that you haven't mentioned, but you told me and you and I you said I could ask you about it, which is mm-hmm. he's got um, young adult children or even maybe yeah. still teens, and so you yeah. have these. You have your own daughter, but then yeah. there's what, so what, what's, what's that been okay. like that well, relationship? You're asking me, he has five kids, which I knew I, th- I was kind of impressed. Like how do you in the world? I mean, my sister has six, but he has five. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is. Three are from a first marriage Two the teens are from a second marriage. Um, so the two teenagers, it was, I, I knew that it would, he had informed me that it, you know, they'd had sort of a hard time and they're 15 and 16. They were not very friendly with me. Mm. And in fact, I would, I have this, like the story I tell is I would ring the bell at his house and I'd see them sitting on the couch, like through the window. They didn't even come to answer it. <laughs> and then they never called me by name. So now it's been two years and I guess it's about a year. It took about a year, believe it or not, till one of them said my name, Monique. And I was like, what? You know my name? <laughs> anyway, it has somehow, don't ask, but again, this is another message of hopefulness for people out there. Somehow, somewhere along this like journey, I never pushed it with them. I teach teenagers. I, you know, my daughter had issues when, uh, when I remarried, I never pushed it with them. And I think it's safe to say that we love each other now. I think, I mean, maybe if they're listening, they're like, I don't really love her, but (laughs) I'll make it official. I love those kids that never came to answer the door. I adore them. I miss them when I don't see them. The other thing is, I think they know I would do anything for them. I, I, Aww. you know, at the beginning, they wouldn't eat my cookies because I'm a big cookie maker yeah. and I would bring cookies over and I'd call Guy and like, how many cookies are left? And then he, cause he's very honest as a scientist. This yes. is part of what makes him funny. I'll, all the cookies are still there. I counted them. There's nine cookies. In the- <laughs> now they eat all the cookies. <laughs> oh, proof of love. Yes, you're giving me and anyone listening so much encouragement, which uh, good. so That's needed, so good. needed. And you, you said something to me also about hang on to the hope. And then you said something about just like the openness. 
to bring to the process? What, what were you saying yeah, to me? Yeah, I believe in openness in so many ways. You know, I believe Guy happens to be like a big proponent of open science, which I find it's like, I didn't even know what open science was. Now I have written a book about it. But anyway, but he also has a very open heart. You know, he's open to people. He's open to ideas. And you have to be open with this. You know, you got to be open. And also you have to have a tough skin because sometimes it's a date where where you'll be disappointed. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, the guy's like looking over your head, like you're not even looking in your eyes or whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's disappointments on it. But if you, you just have to be tough and keep going. And, and you know, I, when I had some of those occasions where it was a disappointing date for me, I remember being like, okay, two days I'd be bummed out. Then you check, did you get a message from the guy? No message and your feelings are hurt and you feel rejected. But you know what? You just gotta keep going. And, and sometimes, and it was my daughter, there you go, your kid's giving you advice. My, my daughter told me, yeah, you're gonna have days like that with the online dating and, and it'll be the opposite. You might, you know, be sitting with someone and he's going to have the feeling you're not interested in him or you're not going to write him to say thank you or that you want to see him again or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, open to the experience, open to meeting new people and open to love and open to making yourself vulnerable, right? Yeah. Oh, so important. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. So helpful. Money, before I let you go, can you tell us how to find your work, your many, many books? And uh, Well, you can go to the library. That's a good start. <laughs> uh, you can ask for my books. You can look online. They're all over the place. And if people want to check out my website, there's a lot. It's uh, at my name, www.moniquepolak.com. And I do it not as a book selling thing because there's not even any links to buy the books. I do it more like as a way to help kids with writing and to develop as writers. Adults might find it interesting too. And I do keep a blog about school visits and stuff and I don't know maybe I'll write about some of this stuff but for now no I let you do the (laughs) (laughs) well Monique thank you so much for joining me today for talking to me fun it was really fun I'm happy I always enjoy talking to you we we hit it off from the very first time and good luck to the to the listeners out there (laughs) all right take care Shelly Morgan, (laughs) thank you for being here yet again. You join me each episode. It's so great to have you. It is lovely to be back. So what did you think of wonderful Monique? Oh, Monique, Monique, (laughs) inspiring. Um, She has guts. She has love. She has determination. But what struck me most was that suggestion by her daughter that, you know, mommy, I read an article and it takes 50 days to Uh find the one. And being a former statistician, Mm. I said, what other statistics are there that, you know, individuals on the prowl or wanting to find <laughs> love um, can use to their advantage because I didn't even know about this 50 date. So I found this wonderful article on this website called lovestrategies.com dating statistics. And I don't know, let us, um, you know. What, what, what did it reveal? Okay, okay. It said that they examined like 1.2 dating profiles and they discover that people who use the word love in their profile 
were actually more successful at finding a committed relationship. Do you mean 1.2 million profiles? Yes, 1.2 million profiles. Mm. Um, That was very, very interesting. Another one was that online dating is now the most common way of U.S. couples to meet. I'm not surprised. That's what it seems like. Now, as, you know, as an old married woman that had never used online dating, I know the power of online dating that everybody's on it. But it being the most common was, I mean, so for me, if, if you're in the dating game, you should try, at least try online dating. That is amazing. Mm. Um, and so that gives you more push and drive to swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> I'll keep, I'll try and remember that. I mean, what I related a lot to what she was saying, you know, like 45, the longest 45 minutes of my life. <laughs> I've, because Shelly Morgan, you'll be proud of me. I've definitely been stepping up the dates, the online Excellent. dates. Following, mm-hmm. following the advice of last episode's guest, Erica Etten. And I think her, her advice about volume, like just lots, 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 is, it makes sense. It makes sense because you figure out pretty quickly uh, what you get used to sussing out, I think, a, a, a person and, and potential compatibility. Um, it's still like, man, it's a work in progress. But did you notice at the beginning of my conversation with, with uh, uh, Monique, I asked her how she was doing and she was like, I feel life is so much easier now, now that I'm not looking for a boyfriend because it's so much work. It is work. And, it is I work. Can, I can relate. But I have a cute anecdote that I would like to relate from one of my recent dates. This mm. uh, fellow, I was meeting him for the first time in a cafe and um, we, I, I sat down first and I ordered a, a tea or something and he was getting what he was ordering. And he came uh, towards me and he was, he had a bag of like bread. This was a cafe that sold pastries. And I thought, Oh, good. I, you know, he likes this, 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 this cafe I chose. He's bought himself some bread and he passed it to me. And he's like, well, here's your bread. And I said, Oh no, no, I didn't order. He thought it was my bread and he paid for it. I know. I know. So I said, Oh, like that's incredibly generous and kind. I hope I would never do that to somebody. (laughs) And I, you know, I told him, please, you know, go back and get your money back. That's not my bread. But it was so nice. But then I asked him because I, I saw him again, like a different time. And I told him that I thought that was really incredible and an unusually generous um, mm-hmm. gesture. But he didn't mm-hmm. think so. He, he thought that was just any guy would do that. And I was like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe he's just a high quality guy. Are I you think... going out on another date with this? <laughs> we're, we're still talking. We're guy? still talking. <laughs> So I thought that was a nice, uh, a, a nice anecdote. Like basically in my experience, these people are really nice. These men I'm meeting are very nice people, but it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that you want to, it, it doesn't mean there's, there's potential to be to, for more than a, a pleasant interaction. So I guess, as you have been saying to me, and as I know, this is all an exercise. You just have to keep going. I you just have to. You know, and again, back to my lovely love strategies, Mm. it says on average, women will know within four minutes of meeting a man, whether they're feeling it or not. So you should continue to trust your, your, your gut feeling. Right. Um, That, you know, yeah, maybe 
45 minutes is enough, even 30 minutes. Monica said that she thought enough. 30 minutes, is, she felt it wasn't, it, their feelings would be hurt, but maybe that's enough. I, I think maybe it is enough. The statistics mm. says so. <laughs> I, I, I thank you for getting those. I just wanted to point out something that she said when we were saying goodbye. She said it in French, lâche pas, lâche pas, which means don't give up. Don't give Never. up, which is which is really her whole message, right? Monique's yeah. message. And um because yeah. it, it is a good thing. Having a partner is a great thing. Having that person that is in your corner and you are in their corner, as I say, it's almost as if a good health relationship feels as if you're living two lives. You know, yeah, I, I, I feel that. as if I'm an artist as well with my husband. I have a say, I have, you know, I've learned so much from him that I would not have engaged had I not been with him. So it is worth it. It's really, really good. So never give up ever, ever Mm. give up. It's really good. So Mm. continue swiping, continue going on those dates. (laughs) And this is my final statistics. Online dating marriages show that it is in fact, people who meet online get married faster. They will get married after four years of dating on average, while those who meet in real life wait more than double the time and oftentimes get married after 10 years. So, and this is statistics, swipe, swipe, (laughs) swipe, just if marriage is on your plate, you know, on that to-do list. Um, But it shows that, you know, you, you can, because the intention is so much there and you go seeking I don't know. I think the law of the universe really does um, give you what you need. Sometimes you just have to swipe a little bit more or go on 50 dates. Well, speaking of 50 dates, I wondered about this. I noticed what Monique said that her daughter had told her, you know, sometimes it takes up to 50 dates. And then Monique met this wonderful fellow on her 50th date. And I wonder how much unconscious beliefs factor into our our experiences our results you know like she didn't oh, say that I, that's, that's I, me saying that yeah but I really do think that she she armed herself with her lucky knickers and her lucky <laughs> um, socks socks and, and her trinkets. she she knew she had on that 50th day so I think going through probably and she didn't mention this the 40th and the 45th that she was just cruising th- through it, knowing, not bothered, but knowing that there was something at that 50th, something would happen. Um, so you're right. Um, or attitudes and or, or um, putting that uh, cart before the horse sometimes mm. does work. Um, and yeah, I, I, so are you getting, going to get some, um, do I need to get you some lucky knickers? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. And so her, her, um, her daughter said it to her. Yeah. Let me say it to you, my good friend. Okay. Don't make it 50 <laughs> though. Don't make it 50. How many? How many? 25. Okay. Thank you. I can, I can do that. I maybe, I maybe. 10 now so I can keep going a little longer I think you can go a little longer (laughs) I can keep going a little longer I want to tell you 
before we go, who we're going to hear from next episode. Mm. Uh, this is a different kind of, uh, I don't know, good luck, kismet, who knows what. The woman that I uh, will that I spoke with that we'll be hearing from met her new love on a reality TV show. Oh, yeah. Oh. And and they fell in love with each other in front of the cameras, wow. in front of an audience of ultimately thousands of people that was here in Quebec. And we're going to hear her story. And I don't know that I guess she had the right attitude. She didn't go in expecting anything. But this is what came out. Well, um, I am excited. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> well, thank you, Shelley Morgan. Thank you for talking with me and encouraging me. And uh, it just means a lot. You are beautiful inside and out, my friend. You deserve the best thing that you want. And if it is that soulmate, if it is that gentleman, I'm there to cheer you on right up to number 25 oh. with, with the special knickers. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Okay. I would like those. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thanks, Shelly. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much to my guest, Monique Polak, author and winner of the Love Jackpot on her 50th online date. You can check out her website, moniquepolak.com, that's P-O-L-A-K, to find out about her many, many books. And thanks also to my friend and co-conspirator, Shelley Morgan. Your good energy and good ideas inspire me each time we talk. This has been Late Bloom in Love with me, your host, Amanda Klein. Thanks so much for joining me here. I'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. Meanwhile, you can find out more about the show and catch up on past episodes at latebloominlove.com. That's Bloomin, B-L-O-O-M-I-N. You can also leave comments or questions there. We'd love to hear from you. And be sure to check out our Facebook and Instagram pages, Late Bloom and Love. Catch you next time.